Hello and welcome to the Movie Chef podcast where we make a meal out of movies. I'm your host, Chef Tebbs. And every episode, we'll be bringing you a fantastic recipe of movies, films, cinema, and whatever the hell else you want to call it. With me today is the leader of the Cormaniacs. It is Cormac. Welcome, Cormac. Hello. He, you can't see it, but he's flicking me the V's over the camera here. I think it's absolutely disgusting of a, a podcast. It is disgusting. Especially when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. I've, I'm going to. I've got to go tick the explicit button now. (laughs) We are the Movie Chefs and every episode, like I said, we're going to be bringing you lots of insight into our weird and uh, wonderful world of how we look at movies, how we look at Hollywood and try and cook up some entertainment for you to while away these cold, lonely days. Um, First off, we're going to have a look at some of the movie news. Uh, You've been keeping up? You've been looking at the news this week? Uh, yes, I've been seeing a few things. Um, seen a few things about a Mad Max uh, prequel. Yeah, apparently yeah. Uh, there's a, a prequel being made to Mad Max Fury Road called Furiosa. Um, okay. It was supposed to be, well, it, obviously they were all played by Charlie's Theron in the 2015 film uh, Mad Max Fury Road, but apparently this time they were looking at de-aging, they were looking at... Uh, doing the old Ant-Man Avengers technique and try and make Charlie's Theron look younger, but instead I think they're going nah. to... Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay. Bless my... <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> there's, only one, there's only one woman who they should be looking at. Go on. Would you like to hear her name? It's Kirsten Stewart. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been the Movie Show Fuck podcast. you! <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten Stewart, why? Kristen Stewart, I, I, Kirsten, whatever her name is. She had, Kristen, is it Kirsten or Kristen? Are we talking about the mouth breather from Twilight? I, I don't think you can say that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> she just stands there with a the gob open all the time. So, yeah, she's, she's breathing out. Oh, right, mouth. okay. I thought, I thought that meant something completely different there. Sorry. <laughs> I'll go check your urban, urban dictionary. I'm quickly finding through it. I, I am not I, urban in any way. <laughs> I can tell that. Kristen. Chris, Chris, Kristen Twilight, Twilight Stewart. Why, why her? I think she is physically fit. I think that she already looks like a post-apocalyptic person. Um, I don't know. I think I just think she's got that kind of look. You know, she's been on that. Yeah, okay. She was in that Charlie's Angels movie that was panned. I never seen it, but you know no. what? I'm, it's probably it's probably one of those movies that I would actually enjoy. Um, but I think she's got that whole kind of, you know, ballsy kind of, you know, short hair kind of action type girl. You can you can see her as an action star as opposed to just a leading lady or whatever. So you can see her fitting right into that. Apparently, it's um, a lass called Anya Taylor-Joy, who they've been uh, having conversations with. She was in, let me have a look. She's in uh, a lot of crap horror films. She was in Split. As one of the friends in Split, 
Yeah, the Unbreakable sequel that wasn't, but it was. Apparently she'd been in Pe- Peaky Blinders as well, so apparently they're looking at her at playing what a young... Awful, what an awful trilogy as well. But let's let's just break that down. What an awful, awful trilogy. It, Unbreakable was an awful movie. <laughs> How that ever got a sequel? How the fuck did that happen? I, I'll be honest, I have gone through my entire life watching everybody comment about Unbreakable being amazing and wonderful and this subversive superhero film it was shite it was, it was crap yeah um but anya taylor joy she's lined up for the uh furious i'm going back on this i enjoyed split but that okay. was more of a xavier what's he called scottish guy he was he that was his film mcavoy james mcavoy oh, yeah it was, uh, have you seen have you seen split and glass Genuinely, no. I've seen no. I've seen Unbreakable. It's like it's like I don't know. I didn't enjoy Unbreakable. I thought it was so mundane. You know, it was yeah. just lots of slow tracking shots, and you know, everybody looking at Bruce Willis like he's oh, and then Bruce Willis standing in the rain. Oh. It was just it was. Like, uh, Bruce, Bruce is really quiet and subdued, and looks like he didn't want to be there. Such a method performance, and then you watch every, <laughs> in and every then movie? you watch every, and then you watch every film after two the year two thousand, and it's just the exact same. <laughs> Split, I thought was good. That's James McAvoy film. Watch it as it's not a sequel to Unbreakable. Just watch it for a film. He's great in it. Glass was just a big disappointment. But, uh, but yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy, she's in that. She's also in New Mutants. Um, I think the reason it's called New Mutants is because it was supposed to come out before X-Men in the year 2000, but it's been delayed that much. It's, uh, no, it, it was originally filmed in 2017, t- late 2016, nearly 2017. And this New Mutants, the last of the 20th Century Fox um, X-Men franchise films, is has been given another new release date of August 28th. Can do you care about this? Are you bothered? I don't know. Um, you know, the last kind of run of X Men movies, it started off. I thought they went in a in the right way. You know, um, the the first class kind of stuff, um, introducing new mutants. You know, maybe staying away from the older types, and then they just kind of, I don't know where the fuck they went. Like, um, your I, woman, I, go. Your woman, Sophie Turner. What's her name? Sophie Turner is yeah, her name. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, they just seen it as a, a vehicle for her, and and again, you can you can see it straight away in in some private little room in Hollywood. This is your vehicle, you know. Blah blah. blah you know, oh, it, the last movie was just so awful. Um, I enjoy comic book films. I enjoy watching them. Um, I don't. I've never read comics back cover to cover. I just love the stories of them. But I do know if you're going to make a Dark Phoenix film, you need a strong performer. And yeah, they, those X-Men prequels were, yeah, first class for me. I didn't, I enjoyed it. It was all right. It was different. It wasn't Wolverine focused for once, which I enjoyed. And then the next three were just, they just shut the bed. But this one is, this one was supposed to come out around the same time as Dark Phoenix. Apparently the director on New Mutants, um, he, Josh Booney did the film and then they went back and did test screenings and said this is absolute garbage go and do it again so he went and refilmed it as less of a horror focused film um, more of a sort of a, a kids tweeny action you know very light much lighter um, and then when Fox got sold to Disney they've gone back and said 
ah, oh, just make it how you want, Josh, who gives a shit? So I think we're going to be getting this uh, this PG-13 horror of mutants in an insane asylum. But to be honest, if, if this film comes out on August 28th, I'm not going to say I'm going to eat my hat because it probably will do then, but I can't, I can't see it coming out on August 28th. I can't see anybody coming out, especially right, right about now, but... Is, think, is is this the, is this the whole premise of it? Is it is it mutants in an insane asylum? Is this is this what it is? Or yeah, five. Uh, it, like I say, it was set. I don't even know when it's set. To be honest, I think that's one of the things that they were supposed to be. They were supposed to be doing reshoots on them when there were a lot of um, theory that it was supposed to go into the MCU, and they were doing the reshoots to help it fit with the MCU. And, and this was the X Men being introduced into that this new universe. But then apparently they've gone back, and Disney has said we don't want anything to do with it. I don't know. There's a lot of rumor, but it's basically just five five young mutants, all sort of teenagers, early twenties. They're all getting to grips with their um, abilities and they're in some kind of facility, asylum, hospital. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, we've got... Who, who we got in this? We've got Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, we've got uh, Charlie Heaton, who is... Oh, yeah, that kid from um, Stranger Things. Yeah, the charisma. Um, he's in that. We've got uh, Blue Hunt. Who Listen, he may not have a lot of charisma, but he's got some smouldering eyes. <laughs> he's smouldering good looks. Hey, look, they can get you a lot. For, they can get you far. They can get you into a mutant film. Um, and then a bunch of other people I don't recognise. So I don't think there was a lot spent on this, but after reshoots and stuff. Anyway, look, I'm I'm not bothered for this. I much prefer them to take take the film and report it into you know make something into the MCU and just draw a line under it. But <clears throat> apparently one of the reasons why they were supposed to be putting it out into the cinema is because they don't want, um, there's a, a video on demand um, contract in place for it to go to one certain supplier and not another. And Disney want it on their platform. So it's a bit of a mess. It's a bit of a leftover. And I think right now they just need to put it out, leave it send it out to die and forget about it and move on but we'll see come august 28th um future movies uh we've had uh, the matrix 4 which started filming in february and has obviously been put on hold as to everything that's going on um they're looking at an early july um filming uh filming to start start up again are you excited for this um i've not really read that much about matrix 4 um I recently rewatched all three of the Matrixes. Uh, we watched the first one, and my son actually liked it. Uh, so we decided, you know what, fuck it, we'll watch the three of them. And we'll see what he thinks. Uh, yeah. About half halfway through the second movie, um, he was just bamboozled, just completely and utterly confused as to what was going on. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out if it's going to go down that kind of vein, whether they're just going to throw all this mythology crap back in it um, or are they just going to stick to the basics or is it is it, is it a remake or, or what is it it is it's one of these that is a sequel slash reboot slash whatever you want to call it uh carrie ann moss and keanu reeves are back um okay lana wachowski is directing this she will be doing it on her directing this one on her own without her sibling um with the return of carrie ann moss and keanu reeves uh, I don't mean to spoil it for your boy, but I think we know what happened at the end of uh, Matrix well, 3. Yeah, and I'm even more confused than ever. So is it going to be a reimagining of it? Well, 
I've I've read rumours, and again, these are rumours online. Take from it what you will. This film is still being shot. It's had about two months of, of filming, so take that. You know, I don't doubt much of it is in the can anyway. Um, the general gist of what I'm hearing is we're going to have a young Morpheus. Um, uh... I don't think we're going to have de-aging. I think we're all right. I think there's another actor who's coming in for that. I can't remember which one it is. Sorry, I do apologise to everyone who's relying on me for their Morpheus news. Um, <laughs> you but... slack bastard. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> the fucking download numbers are just going to tank on this one now. What? I didn't know anywhere I'm else. I for some Lawrence Fishburne news. <laughs> <laughs> the um, one thing that is floating around is that the Matrix is obviously a digital creation, and people's appearance in the Matrix is a digital represent. What is what do they call it? A virtual representation of their digital self. Uh, whether that what digital self. What a fucking self... cop out! What a that fucking was in, That was in the first film. That was a no, line from I, the first I, film. No, no, I get that. I get that. I understand that. But what I mean is, it's a fucking movie cop out, isn't it? It's, oh, it's yeah, like completely. it's like we were talking last week about you know in Hudson Hawk where Hawk falls through the canopy and already he's in the seat you know so they're just going to try and pull the wool over everybody's eyes and you know some young kid's going to pop out with Keanu Reeves's accent yeah uh, do you... whatever well I think um, the, there's also another rumor that um, Keanu Reeves could be either a superhero who lives within the Matrix. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so in the matrix there is this superhero neo that flies around or there's another rumor that he could now be the digital representation of an agent and he is the one that the humans have to fight now which i think would take a steaming shit on the first three films to be honest i so it's just basically going to work as if the first three movies didn't happen that's 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 what this is going to be isn't it i hope, I hope not but on that same theme, though, we've got a Scarface remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, that's been announced. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is being lined up for the for the main role, um, being awesome. directed by Luca Guadini. Guad, oh God, I knew I'd get this wrong. Guadini, <laughs> Guadini, a guy called Luca is directed. Yeah. Um, he was the one who directed "Call Me by Your Name." Um, the awards uh, touted film, no, um, but yeah, Michael B. Jordan coming in as uh, Tony Montana. Um, there's two things that I want to say here. First of all, do you want this? Do you want to see it? Do you think it'll be good with Michael B. Jordan? Do you think he would pass off as a as a Cuban? Cuban? Or, do you think, <laughs> or do you think they're gonna? Or do you think they're gonna reframe it for some other country? Um, and secondly, well, what do you think this does to the... Let's go with that one first. Do you want this? Um, well, you know, let's just get into... Not, well, I suppose not get into the debate about whether Hollywood's run out of ideas and things like that there. Um, just, let's just I start think... with that. A Scarface remake set in modern times with Michael B. Jordan. Do you want to see that? No. No, me neither. Um, not, not, not disrespect to Michael B. Jordan, but the best thing about Black Panther. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. But in terms of making this film, though, then, there's a lot of people, and I've had conversations with people online about this. Does a reboot, good or bad, constitute an excuse, uh, a reason for 
diminishing the impact of the first film. So if you see a really shite Scarface reboot, you're going to think that's tarnished the first one for me. No, no, I don't. No. I don't think it will. I mean, the the whole thing for me about reboots, if it's justified, then then yeah, do it. Um, you know, if the whole point of me for remaking a movie is if you fucked it up the first time, you know, yes. when oh, yeah. when are they going to get Fantastic Four right? You know, there's going to probably be another 17 Fantastic Four movies before they actually get it right. You know, and for me, that movie deserves a reboot. You know, Scarface? Uh, no. Why? Why Why would you need to reboot it? Now, on the other hand, you know, I genuinely really enjoy Michael B. Jordan. You know, and as I said yeah. there, I think, you know, I, I, as you know yourself, Black Panther's in the top five uh, Marvel movies for me. Um, and I think his performance as Killmonger is probably one one of the the mitigating factors in in my thinking behind that. Um, yeah, so seeing him seeing him do that, um, yeah. But if they hold, they go down the whole route of <sighs> there's two things that I don't want to see. Right, number one, I don't want to see it be a shot for shot kind of remake and Michael B. Jordan with a, with a stupid Cuban accent. And, um, you know, number, number, number two, number two, which I, I fucking hope they don't go down the route of. And that is to kind of turn it into kind of some, you know, hood type of movie. And yeah. just to- and totally go down it. that. Yeah. And totally go down that whole kind of stereotypical kind of, you know, uh, black America gangster kind of thing. You know, that's you so, know so thinking back, now, so thinking back now to Black Panther and the the layers and the depth of his character there, and the story very much saying, you know, we are oppressed people, let's rise up, etc. It won't surprise me if they go down that route. But he needs to be no, an immigrant. The whole Scarface is an immigrant that comes to this country to make it big and ends up suffering. That's that's Scarface for me. So, I know, but that, the whole political climate in America now, you know, the, you know that the angle that they're going to go down, you know, with the the race relations that are in America, and there's a lot of people who are Americans that just don't feel like Americans. Absolutely, I think if you give them a deep, deep, you get the deepness there. I get the deepness. I get the. It's very deep. <laughs> I'm going to start listening to Gangster's Paradise when I get into the house. Look, you can listen to Coolio as much as you want. You can listen to Gangster's Paradise as much as you want. But we all know, see you when you get there is actually an his greatest song. Well, let's put it like this. When you get there. Let's put it like this. And I will finish on this in Scarface. Yeah, on Scarface. If you want to see a good uh, hood movie, just watch Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That's it. For for me, in terms of remakes, if you want to watch the original, watch the original. If you want to watch the 1932 version of Scarface, because there was one and you're that appalled by the reboot, go and watch that. If you don't want to watch this reboot, if you think, no, I don't want one, then don't fucking watch it. Having said that, I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world. And I'm thinking of one that we need to discuss because I'm going to say two words to you. Point mm-hmm. break. Point well. break. So, well, well, I, well. I'm, go- I'm going to say this to you. We've just said that. Absolutely. There's no need for it. We, if you want to watch the original, watch the original. The second one doesn't diminish the first one. I want an episode on 
the new version of Point Break against the original, and we're going to put that one to bed. <laughs> what do you think? Listen, one hundred percent. I have a massive uh, hard on for Patrick Swayze. Oh. Um, any any movie that Swayze's in, you know, I tried to get my ten year old son to watch Roadhouse, and my missus was not having it at all. Um, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> listen, Patrick Swayze was just kung fu kicking and chopping people in the throats and shit. Get uh, Donnie Darko on. You can see him with his kitty pond dungeon. Listen, listen, <laughs> it annoys me. It, it like it's like. Uh, Seeing like Donnie Darko is a great movie. Obviously, it's your, one of your favorite movies, if not your favorite movie. Um, yeah, um, the best. I, I I don't like it when my heroes are are are, are cast in some kind of weird light, you know. <laughs> so I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But you know, um, Patrick is not the greatest character in Donnie Darko, um, as well as Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not having Kurt Russell as a bad guy. Um, that I can't root for. No, I'm not having it. I'm, I'm simply not having it. You know what? We're, we're, in fact, we'll do one on villains one day as well. But you, ego in Guardians of the Galaxy two. I was I was there watching that, and I thought for a bit. I'm watching that, and I think you know what? This is. I know it was before that time, but think you know, use it as an example now. He, I was feeling the same way about him as I do a Thanos and a Killmonger. This is a guy with layers. He's got. A, point to an extent you know he wants to make a world he wants to find his son he wants to find love okay and then the the spoiler which we're not going to say in case you haven't seen guardian galaxy 2 greetings to everybody living on mars but if if that hadn't have happened the way it did i'd have had more sympathy for him but there was no sympathy mm. there. but anyway that's the thing um that's nearly it for the news though i'll tell you what though cormac i'm f- i'm feeling a little thirsty I'm thirsty for some Nicolas Cage news. So this is a new feature of ours. Uh, every time we feel necessary, we're going to take a feature. <laughs> uh, this is a new feature. We're going to take a, a jaunt into Nicolas Cage corner. Um, we're going to learn what the big man's been about this week. I think it's only right that we fill you in with everything's happening with our favourite Hollywood lunatic. What you got for us? Um, well, have you watched Tiger Man? I haven't. I've been told to, and I haven't. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll break Tiger Man down for you. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna say anything. So, okay, basically. Joe Exotic is one of the biggest characters uh, with regards to um, tiger breeding within the United States. Or is he the blonde-haired, mulleted guy that I'm seeing pictures of him everywhere? Crazy Hawaiian shirt. Yep. Okay. That's him. Yeah, the sexual tyrannosaurus that is uh, Joe Exotic. Um, so basically, it gives you through the trials and tribulations of of the a, a year. I think it's five years in the life of of, of Joe Exotic, um, and his hatred for some people, uh, mainly Carol Baskin. Um, I've heard she, of Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it, recently in the news, Nicholas Cage has signed on to play Joe Exotic in a movie. Okay. So you had my interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
to explain Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic is a guy who walks around with a, a guy who hugs tigers, a guy who has multiple husbands at any one time, um, you know, suspected insurance fraudster, suspected of uh, hiring a hitman to kill someone. Um, it's an exciting life that he leads, and I think obviously Nicolas Cage is an exciting man. Um, but I have an issue with Nicolas Cage, right? <laughs> my, That's going to be the name of your my, autobiography. <laughs> I have an issue. <laughs> I have an issue with Nicolas Cage. Do you remember that episode of Father Ted, the Christmas episode? And now the liars <laughs> when he gets his, <laughs> when he gets his trophy. Um, so Nicholas Cage, for me, Nicholas Cage when I was growing up, uh, you know, it was raised in Arizona, uh, Wild at Heart. Uh, Nicholas Cage was that actor that you go to for an unbelievable performance. You know, leaving Las Vegas. You know, there were so many great movies that he was in. And then there was a turn, you know, there was a turn in Nicolas Cage's career. And it happened probably around maybe just into the 2000s. Where yeah, I was I was just going to say 95 to 2000, 2002 was probably prime Nicolas Cage. I mean, for me, face off Conair, The Rock. They are some of the <laughs> yeah, best. Yeah. Films. And then you've got Adaptation, Leaving Las Vegas. Um, bringing out your dead, you know, is the guy's an absolute tornado of, of of charisma and lunacy. But then you've got this. So go on. So from about two thousand and two. Well, that's yeah. But I, my whole point, my whole thing is like there was a turn. There was a turn at some point, and it was around that two thousand two two thousand three where he just started taking roles in 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 movies just for for money. You know, is all you can see. Um. You know, he did Bad Lieutenant, um, which is a great movie, um, but it kind of played on his eccentricities of being, you know, not the sanest person in the asylum. Um, And, you know, it just seems to me that he's created this kind of this kind of aura of manic kind of life. And, you know, we've all seen the pictures of him in your man. I can't even remember where the band he was from. Was it... um, Oh, what was his name? I can't remember his name. He's some rock star. It was in Tommy Lee's band. What's Tommy Lee's band called? Motley Crue. Motley Crue. And then he was outside. Yeah, he was outside some fucking casino in Las Vegas, and you know, some reporter said something, and then you know, the two of them were dressed in you know snakeskin le- jackets and glasses, and they were hammered, right, drinking right, yeah. fucking yeah. And it's, and then you know, there's stories of him and Charlie Sheen being on a plane and, you know, Nicholas Cage taking the, the microphone and, and saying that the plane's going down. You know, there's stories of him buying an octopus to help him to act. You know, there's stories... <laughs> Look, yeah, and the, who hasn't bought an octopus to help him with that but, job? But where did this come from? Why did this happen? You know, I don't... I just... I genuinely just don't understand where this came from. You know, it, 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 was he hard up for money? You know, uh, yes, he... he does seem to like the extravagant lifestyle. You know, he does like to go out and buy things, but, you know... What was the story I heard? That he he owed Mongolia uh, like a jewel-encrusted dinosaur skull or something. Do you not remember this? I remember something about him buying a dinosaur skull, and it was fake, and he spent about 
he spent an awful lot of money on a skull and it was and it was a fake so maybe that's what it is I don't know something like that I heard recently that he's in, he was in a bit of money trouble or whatever and he ended up having to uh, give a, a, an artifact back to some Mongolia or something uh, I don't know maybe it's just you look at all these actors and maybe because they're expected to be wild and crazy and zany that He's just going off and living his life how everyone expects him to. Maybe he's just this mental, crazy guy who's been absorbed in his work. I don't know, but the guy's an absolute force of nature. So what? You, so your news this week, so he's actually going to be playing him in what, a TV show film? Joe Exotic? It, it, seems, it seems like it's going to be a film, but who knows what kind of a film it's going to be, you know, with Nicholas Cage, and that's where this kind of leads into. You know, it's got a lot of traction of him playing Joe Exotic, just simply because, obviously, you know, Tiger King has been pretty big in, in the lexicon lately. Um, but, you know, what kind of movie are we actually going to get out of it? Are we going to get a good budgeted movie? Are we going to get a fucking Nicolas Cage movie? You We're going to get where yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, a Nicholas Cage. Are we gonna get, but I guess, are we, go, are we gonna get Wild at Heart or are we gonna get The Wicker Man? You know, which, what, what are we gonna get? Uh, I've, I'd, I'd, like I say, I've never seen Tiger King. I've seen, don't get me wrong, I've seen bits of it. I've seen the trailer on Netflix. It's just one of those things I haven't got around to watching. If you're gonna make it's a film it. on that. It, it, it's, it, it, it's worth watching. It is worth watching. Um, it, it, it genuinely is one of the very few documentaries that have made me feel really uncomfortable. Okay. In a good way, and it's kind of because you just want to keep watching it. Uh, but scenes, there's a couple of scenes in it that are just fucking insane, you know. We've um, obviously been talking about the news this week. Uh, we're going to be revisiting Nicolas Cage Corner. Uh, whenever Nick pops his head up and decides to do something worthy of our analysis, uh, I think that <laughs> analysis very well uh, <laughs> very appropriate analysis of what's going on with Nicholas Cage but we're going to come back to him because we love him to bits and we want to know what's going on in his life so he always deserves that attention now so um, have you been watching much in this lockdown have you been watching many films um, movies not so much TV shows yeah go on what have you been watching um, obviously, watch Tiger King. Something I've been recently watching, though. Uh, Future Man. Have you seen it? No. What's that? Um, it's produced by Seth Rogen. Um, your man Hutchinson or Hutcherson from the Hunger Games is in it. Um, basically, kind of like a loner, kind of nerdy kind of guy. Uh, constantly plays this one game, this multiplayer game online. And he can't beat it. And then suddenly he beats it. And then it's actually a game that's been sent back in time by uh, freedom fighters in the future. Um, And the first person to beat it is the chosen one. And they have to try and stop the apocalypse in some way. It's, it's, it, Sounds nuts, but it's it's not it does, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not got that big of a budget, um, and it, it's very much a comedy as well. Um, it touches on a lot of '80s things. It touches on Haley Joel Osment's in it. Haley Joel Osment's in it. He's he's one of the main characters in the second season. Um, and he's watched, very very watch, good. At it. Did you watch The Boys on Amazon? Yes, that superhero one. Yeah, yeah. I th- was it Haley Joel Osment who was in that? He, he, I'm sure he was in that for a couple of episodes. He, was it? No, was it the boys? 
I can't even remember. No. A couple of them kind of merged into one for me, was... like there was the Do- Doom Patrol and uh, the Boys, and then there was that yeah, Umbrella like... Academy. They Umbrella all Academy. Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy is fantastic. That's probably yeah, the best one. At it's very good. Yeah. Um, I watched. Um, have you ever heard of Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three with James Franco? Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Oh yes, is that that uh, JFK one? Yeah, uh, about a man who finds uh, a way to go back in time uh, to the 1960s um, and starts looking into... Because obviously with everything that you know, you can plan on uh, trying to change the past. But um, I, I, short short miniseries, I think it's about eight or ten episodes, and I thought that was really... I didn't think I'd enjoy it, to be honest. I watched, um, for the first time the other day, Hunt for Red October. Uh, <laughs> awesome. The most Scottish Russian commander. Who's ever lived with uh, Sean Connery? Hello, my name is Rasmus uh, Marco, Captain of. Oh, shut up, Sean. Um, and then the other day, yeah, that was I was a really getting... good accent. That was a really good accent. It was Russian. It was from Moscow. And the um... <laughs> I'm just thinking about anyway. If you if you like you sound of comedy, go and look for uh, a bit from Stuart Co- uh, Sean Connery with Stuart Francis. It does a great bit on Sean Connery. Anyway, I watched. Um, I felt I was feeling pretty. Uh, I was feeling pretty dirty the other day and I decided to put on Saw because I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, I'm glad you said Saw there. (laughs) (laughs) I was feeling a bit dirty the other day. I I was feeling a wee bit bit dirty there today. I was pounders seven. (laughs) (laughs) No, I watched watched Saw and then I just thought, fuck it, we're on a roll. They made an ass pounder seven? (laughs) Yeah, you've got to see the first six or you won't have a clue what's going on. Um, But then I just decided to watch. So on Friday, I watched every single Saw film one after the other. And it was horrific. Absolutely horrific experience. Yeah. I've never actually watched them all one after the other. But they get, I mean, don't get me wrong, they get absolutely terrible as they go along. As the money goes down, their films get worse and worse. But I felt I felt like watching some a bit sick and violent. And I watched all four lethal weapons as well. Can I tell you a story about Saw? Hmm. You no, can tell me a personal story. story. This, this is a personal, personal story. story. This is not, well, this I once got kidnapped <laughs> by a serial killer and he made me cook, cook off. <laughs> so, I think it was the second one. Um, and you saw something about. Yeah, why? Ah, I'm just asking if you if you did Seesaw too. Seesaw? Yeah. I see, did you Seesaw? Shut yeah. up. That is an awful <laughs> joke. Right, so at the time I was going out with someone and she was a bit of a horror fan and I always loved the drink, you know this, I loved the drink um, she, what? she liked she liked the old uh, marijuana, she loved the old marijuana cigarettes um, the, old, so- the old Mary Jane the old Mary Jane. So I decided or I, and, and, uh, that that was the right time to um, rekindle uh, my smoking of a joint just before I went into Seesaw 2. Oh, and, and I went in and I think Saw 2 is the one where the girl's head is in like a cage of spikes or something. And halfway through the movie, I think it was just after the, the, the spike thing, I closed my eyes and I kept my eyes closed for the rest of the movie. Jesus. Yeah, I don't blame yeah, you, to I, be honest. I, I, was, I was completely oh. and utterly freaked out. Was it the, the mask 
that had the spikes on the inside. Yes. See, I've just watched them all. <laughs> and if you, yes. if you don't set the timer off, it clap. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't blame you. I don't blame awful. you. Awful. It was an awful experience, Paul. An <laughs> awful experience. An experience that I don't want to do again. And I think that is probably, that's the whole kind of reason why I don't really like watching horror movies after you know, that experience. Do you know they're doing another one? Oh, why? <laughs> hang on. No, no, hang on. Hang on. You're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. Okay. So there was Saw 1 to 6, then there was 3D, which was like, blood flying at the camera and back back in those four years when 3d was a thing and then whoa 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 whoa, whoa. they Mm. made seven saw movies no no then they made another one (laughs) so i sat and watched eight of them on friday they made eight saw movies (laughs) (laughs) yeah they did they did one to six seven which was 3d or the final chapter which it wasn't. Then they made Jigsaw, which came out a couple of years back, which was supposed to reset it all, but it didn't. But anyway. Um, and then recently it's been announced that they were making um, one called Spiral, colon, from the Book of Saw. Is colon in it? <laughs> <laughs> colon. It's, it's Saw, called Spiral, colon. Spiral, colon, <laughs> Book of Saw. It's... Uh, Making, so it's it's Chris Rock has written this film. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Chris Rock is starring in this film. And do you know oh, who else fuck. is in this? Samuel Jackson. Oh, fuck off. And man. apparently it's uh do you know what I, the reason I watched them is because the thing that I've I'm not big on torture porn and stuff like that. I, I can take horrors, give them or leave them. I appreciated the the story in them that you can write a film 10 years later and if you're watching one after the other it, it, fuck are you trying to are you trying to tell me that there's a legitimate fucking story thread art the whole way through the saw movies is that what you're yes, fucking trying to say to yes, me yes there is and i will die on that bridge you're you're Absolutely. hypnotized you're hypnotized you, you, you <laughs> you've been taking acid and you fucking watched the whole the saw movies and now you're like timothy leary just after his first drop of acid and you're mental what the fuck's timothy leary Okay, basically created LSD. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, Cheech Marin. I'm not clued. I'm not clued upon all my drug, drug, whatever. So who we got in this, in Spiral? A uh, bunch of people you don't know. Samuel Jackson, Chris Rock, uh, written by, the story's by Chris Rock, apparently. Um, he's playing Detective Zeke Banks. Anyway, no, so there's another Saw film coming up, so that's what I've been doing myself. Uh, as you can tell, I am single and I live uh, with women. Ready to mingle, ladies. The <laughs> <laughs> um, reason I'm asking that is because I've obviously been spending a lot of time on Twitter as well. I've been um, bored out of my skull. And there's one thing I wanted to pick up, and I'm going to do this every episode with you. Have you seen the 30-day film challenge that's been flying around? No. Um, it, I think it can. I I noticed it because James Gunn has been doing it, and he's been picking up on that. We're we're allowed to like James Gunn again now because he made a joke twelve years ago. Um, Thirty day film challenge. Son of a bitch! <laughs> you prick! How dare you have a sense of humour? Nobody what? else appreciates. You made a um, joke twenty years ago, and now everybody's offended. Oh, I'm offended. 
how did he not know he was becoming a huge megastar director? How did he not know? Why do you not watch every single... You know what? We're going to have to monitor these podcasts because as soon as I become famous in 20 years' time, somebody's going to go back and go, you slagged saw off, you prick. Um, the 30-day film challenge has been made... Bastards! <laughs> they both sound Irish. Um <laughs> The 30-day film challenge. It's been made by at, I'm going to give them credit because at It's Raining Han and at Hostile underscore zero and at Cries Cries. Um, Yeah, okay. Well done, guys and girls. So the idea is over 30 days, you either watch or talk about a film from a particular character category so we're going to go from day one um each episode we're just going to have a bit of a chat about each one of those and give you a bit more insight into our uh our uh whatever the fuck you want to call it um day one the first film you remember watching let's say let's say at the cinema because you've probably seen plenty of films what's your first memory of going to the cinema what's one of the first films you've saw at the cinema i actually remember uh, the first movie that i saw in the cinema um and it w- I actually remember the first three movies I saw in the cinema. First one Ash, was Santa Claus. Pounders one, movie. two, and three. It was who, sorry. <laughs> Santa Claus the movie. Okay. Uh, uh, first. Dudley Moore. Dudley Moore. Uh, John yeah. Lasko. Yeah. Um yeah. second second one was Short Circuit Two. Of course. And the third one was He Man Masters of the Universe. <laughs> That is a fantastic <laughs> film. I love that film. Anyway, um, people listening to this is going to be like, so they've done a special on Hudson Hawk and they're going to do one on Point Break and Master of the Universe. Well, you see, the, 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 the whole thing about movies, like, obviously, I'm from a small town in, in Tyrone in, in Ireland, right? And, you know, you're obviously from, from Leeds, just outside of Leeds. Um, I don't know what it was like in England back in the late in the 80s, early 90s, but it was awful fucking hard to get a movie that, you know, into the cinema. Um, and if it was released in America in like 86 and it was released in Oma in, in 89, yeah. you know, so it was yeah. it was kind of tough. But the first my first movie experience was was Santa Claus, the movie with Dudley Moore. And I still I still fucking love it. And every single time I see it at Christmas time, uh, when that little girl gives that orphan kid the the plate of food with the big fucking Coca-Cola, that's amazing. That's that's Ah. my take on it. I love love that tin of Coke. That tin of Coke gets me every time. I I was thinking on this today, and I'm trying to think back, and uh, you know what? I can remember. I can remember going to see um, Jungle Book. Now, obviously, it came out, what, late 60s, wasn't it, when it was first made? So uh, I don't think I went the first time it was on. But I'd, I remember going to this cinema in um, Dewsbury in West Yorkshire, home of uh, Karen Matthews. Killers! Uh, Killers! Killers. <laughs> Killers and abductors. Um, but uh, the, the cinema in the centre of Dewsbury, and uh, for, for all you thousands of listeners who come from Dewsbury, it was just down the road from where the Woolworths was and the bank, and you're just going around, and you go around the corner. Dewsbury's, uh, you've never been to Dewsbury, have you, have you, have you called, Mark? Dewsbury's one of those towns. Dewsbury. How been to Dewsbury? What, we drove through it once? Yeah, you drove me there. Oh, right, okay. Did I? Yeah, we went on break. Well, <laughs> that wasn't Dewsbury, <laughs> that, was, that was Murfield. <laughs> no, 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 we drove through Dewsbury. Oh, we probably did. Anyway, Dewsbury is the type of town that it's McDonald's closed because it wasn't doing enough business. 
That's the type of town Dewsbury is. So there was a cinema in there and you had to walk up this big walkway. And I remember my mum had got us tickets to go see um, Jungle Book. And I must have been six, seven, something like that. And I remember peering through one of the doors and Batman was on. And I can just remember in, in my head, it was the balcony scene in the arts, in the uh, art gallery, where he, he brings Vicky Vale up and, and flies through the thing. And I just remember at that point, I'm like, I've got to see that movie. Fuck Jungle Book. I want to see Did Batman. Did you not just turn around to your mother and go, what the fuck are you bringing me to Jungle Book for? <laughs> Talking yeah, fucking bears. Stand on the balcony in there. What the slap, fuck am I in a movie slap for? Slap around the face. Fuck sick. <laughs> Is this what you're spending my childhood and son? <laughs> Kim Battinger's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so I and then Batman was was my uh, off school sick video. Then we always used to go to Ritz Video Shop, which was Blockbuster before it got taken over, and uh, Batman was my so that was one of them. And I, the other one I remember, Central Leeds, the ABC Cinema. Um, can't remember where it was. Down the bottom end. If you just say that to people, down the bottom end of Leeds, everyone's like, oh, okay. And we went to see Back to the Future too. So it must have been around awesome. the same time, 89. And it was me, um, my dad, and someone else. And we went. <laughs> and I remember going to see Back to the Future 2. Obviously enjoying it. It's Back to the Future. And we came out and my dad had double parked afterwards. And he had a parking ticket on his car. And he was fucking livid. He was, <laughs> you know, imagine being a dad now like you and you take your kids to see a kid's film, a film you're probably not that bothered about. I can't... I'll take my kids to the cinema, the cunts. <laughs> you are. I'll take my fucking cunty kids to the cinema. <laughs> Where's you lock, in them? You lock them in a cage in the garden and feed them with a catapult. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I just remember, us coming out afterwards and uh, we were just sat there looking at my dad. He's got this parking ticket. And he's obviously paid for like two hours parking the tight get. And uh, that's one of my other... And I'm trying to think further back than that. And I probably... I remember going to see Turner and Hooch as well, but I didn't have a clue what was going on with it. But um, no, they're some of the first films that I remember seeing. What was your... Did you ever have a off-school sick film? Did you ever have something that every time you're off from, off from school as a kid, you, you used to go straight to? Um, I see... I was I was a weird kid growing up. Like I I I watched an Huge awful head. lot of movies. Uh, I watched an awful lot of movies when I was younger. Um, you know, me and me and my brother were given a lot of free reign when we were younger. Um, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid was Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Cobra. I watched Cobra when I was about five or six. I can imagine <laughs> you and Ronan going into the local, uh, going into local video shop, stood on each other's shoulders in a big trench coat. <laughs> Hello, my dear shopkeeper. I'm well, here to rent Cobra. I'll tell you. I'll tell, I'll tell you something weird because me, where we used to live in Oma, uh, it was called Castle View. And there was a video shop at the bottom of the hill, um, and it was called Mulletmore Video. And we used to go in there, and I fucking remember it to the day I die. There was a guy called Brian, used to own it, and he was so deadly. God rest him, he's dead now. Like, um, but he was so brilliant, and he he used to give me and Ronan like the movies that we shouldn't have been watching. You know, he was a young guy, and. Every, like literally me and Ronan would have went in on a, a Friday after school and just stood in there and, and looked at the covers of videos and then brought mum down later on and we would get two movies out. It was only like fucking one pound or a pound fifty a yeah, night. Piece of and then, yeah. And then we'd go back down on the Saturday night, 
with the movies that we'd watched and we got two more and then we go back down on the Sunday night and get two more and it got to the point where you know Brian liked this because we just kept spending money um but we rented Big Trouble in Little China so many times he gave us the fucking video <laughs> That that's how bad it got. He gave us the fucking video. He just realised it's not worth his money having to deal with it anymore. He just give you the fucking video. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, like did he just, ask? Did he ask for like? Did you swap him like a ten pound note for this film or something? Or did he just never, never? Like literally, literally, we probably had gotten it out for about the the twentieth time, and we just walked up to the counter and we handed it over to him, and he handed it to us in in a plastic bag, and was just like. Don't don't worry about it. I've got another copy, and we were like, <gasps> and like funny enough, funny enough, we still we still have the VHS copy copy down in in the house, Noma. Like we still have it, and but the the big trouble in little China's fade it's faded off it, but we still we still have the Mulletmore video. Um, I bet you two were you two were running home like Charlie Bucket from uh, just finding his golden ticket in Willy Wonka, aren't you? You two just running down the road, run home, Cormac, run as fast as you can. <laughs> Some some of the shit that we watched when we were younger, like we were one of the first people to get Sky in Oma in ninety one, uh, yeah, yeah. and it had the Vo- it had the Vox channel. Vox, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're forty and you had Sky in the nineties, you'll remember Vox. <laughs> Whatever happened to that person that was in that movie thirty years ago? Who was that guy who was in that thing? Do you ever remember that bloke who was in that thing? Do, 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 do you, does that ever come back to you? Well, Cormac of the Cormaniacs. Cormaniacs, <laughs> yes. You can't say that after a few whiskeys. The Cormaniacs, <laughs> the leader of the Cormaniacs, is on a mission to remind us about what happened to that guy that time. And you, who have you got for us this week? Well, I would I would I'd say to you, don't be sexist. It's uh, I've got two people. I've got a guy and I've got a girl. All right. So, oh, a girl. Yeah, I've got a guy and a girl. Oh, a wee lassie. Wee wee lassie. lassie. So, do you remember the 1986 classic Flight of the Navigator? Who doesn't? Exactly. Who doesn't? Well, to be do honest, me. <laughs> well, I remember there was an eyeball on the end of a stick and that were about it. Yes, yes. And do you know who was the voice of that eyeball? Um, only because I've read it today, but go on. Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember the voice. because it, it, I, I wouldn't it, have had a clue if I hadn't read it today, to be honest. Really? It, well, it was one of those movies that, again, we watched when we were younger. Um, and it was the movie that introduced me to the Beach Boys as well. Um, yeah, I get around in, in it. And they were singing it when he was flying the, the plane. Okay. Um, but t- So it just got me thinking, you know, what the fuck ever happened, that kid? And like I never seen him in anything. I never like how come he just disappeared off the face of the planet? He didn't die. I'll say that now. He didn't die. He's still alive. Spoiler! Spoiler alert! Hang on. If you're going to tell the man's story (laughs) again, everyone tuning in in for a juicy dead kid story. (laughs) So (laughs) that's more. So I've got no Morpheus news and no dead children. (laughs) Unsubscribe. Negative review. One star. So. His name was Joey Kramer. He has a longer name, but I'm not going to fucking say it because it's just stupid. His name's Joey jo- Kramer. That's probably hot. Joseph. It was like Delaharis or something like that there, like but whatever. De- it's De- his hot. 
Uh, it was Joey, Joey Kramer's his fucking Hollywood name, so we'll stick with that. Yeah, so yeah. let's talk a little bit about Flight of the Navigator. Um, you know, so a young boy is is basically kidnapped by aliens, um, and he is brought to the alien planet for tests. Um, and then his head's filled with star charts, and then Max, who's the alien that's inside the the uh, the craft, crashes his craft and loses all his his star charts. So he has to take uh, young David back again um, so that he can download all the star charts that's inside his head. Um, another person that I forgot was in this movie, Sarah Jessica Parker. Really? Yeah. No, crazy enough. I have enough, the films the 80s, so you, 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 you're cracking an egg of knowledge on me right now. So yeah. go on. But but like, crazily enough, there's a link to the other person that I didn't that I didn't realize um until i started doing this and it, it it makes it out as if i planned it but it really wasn't it was just it was just like it was just happened um <clears throat> so joey kramer uh flight of the navigator was his only movie that was really? it he, 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 he wasn't really in anything else uh okay. made a few tv show appearances and stuff like that there um so he returned to canada in the early 90s that's where he was from uh, <laughs> he respectable. He worked normal jobs. Two thousand and eight, he was prosecuted for careless storage of a gun. Whatever that means. <laughs> oh, okay. In Canada, uh, that could mean quite a lot of things. In to be Canada, honest. yeah. In Canada, he had it up a moose's hole or whatever. Uh, Excuse me. Two thousand and nine. Uh, trafficking drugs. Uh, that's a six-month prison sentence that he got there. 2010, 2011, threatening behavior with a weapon. He got 30 days for that. Um, also, he was at forging checks. He'd done some forging checks, of course. Everybody does that. We've all been uh, there. Then, yeah. Then in 2016, he was arrested in connection with a bank robbery in Nova Scotia. Oh. He, he pleaded guilty, and he served two years. Okay. Joey Kramer. Wow. I mean, it's not the worst child actor story I've ever heard, but it's not the best either. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I want to do in future, though, I want to give some redemption stories. I want to give some oh, uh, nice... Yeah, I'm going to give some redemption stories. But here's the connection, okay? Here's here here's the connection. Right. So m- my second person is Jennifer Grey. Yeah, baby. So... <clears throat> so Baby, uh, Jennifer Grey. She was Ferris's sister in in yep. Bueller. Uh, she was in the Cotton Club. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, around 85, 86, 87, You know, Jennifer was probably one of the hottest female actresses on the planet. You know, in the space of in the space of three years, she had Bueller and uh, Dirty Dancing. Um, yeah. Dirty Dancing came out in eighty seven. Um, and then nothing really after that, no. uh, you know, she kind of rescinded into the, into the wilderness and, you know, nothing really from that afterwards. You know what uh, that is though, don't you? Well, this is what I'm going to get into. Okay. So, in, so in 1987, her and Matthew Broderick, uh, kept their romance, um, away from Hollywood, never really. They never really explained why. Um, it was after Bueller as well, so you know, really didn't mean fuck all. Um, no. Maybe it was maybe it was because Dirty Dancing was coming out, and you know, she she didn't want anybody thinking that she wanted to fuck anybody else but Patrick Swayze. <clears throat> 
Um, but her and Matthew Broderick were over in my neck of the woods, um, just over the border from Tyrone in, in Eskillen. And one fateful night in 1987, uh, Matthew Broderick was driving a car and he went over to the wrong side of the road and crashed into a car and killed two people. Um, he was fined $170. Okay. And, and he was it's obviously go. a serious thing. We're not going to take the piss out of two people who've passed away, obviously. Yeah, of but was there any? Was there any? It wasn't obviously if it wasn't drunk or anything. Was it just a, I was driving on the wrong side of the road? Sorry about that kind of thing. Or? Um, th- there was never really any explanation as to what happened. Um, Jennifer Garner or Jennifer Gray said that one second they were in the car listening to music, the next her her life changed forever. Um, so after that, she kind of she pulled out of all the promotion work for Dirty Dancing. She didn't, you know, think it was right that two people had died, and you know she was going to go out uh, and promote Dirty Dancing. Um, and then that was that was kind of it for her. You know, uh, she turned away from the spotlight, turned away from movies. She was in a few things. And then in 2010, um, she was in uh, the American version of Strictly Come Dancing. And, you know, she kind of... Do you know I who she's mar- that dan- Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, she won. She won that 20-something. Yeah, she won. I mean, that's a bit of an odd uh, tournament to go into. You go into a competition called Dancing with the Stars and you're known as being in Dirty Dancing. That's pretty high bar that you've set yourself. But no, she went and won that one. But what? So who's she married to now? Are you asking me that? Um, yeah, it's the guy from Avengers. Cool. That age, the the agent guy. What's his name? Coulson, Agent Coulson, Clark Gregg. That's him. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. I know. All yeah. I remember about um, Jennifer Grey, like you said, I, I can't remember anything from her. I know. I remember she had the she had the nose job done because she wanted to, have, you know, she yeah. And then apparently she had a, another one to fix something that went wrong with the first one. And then after that, no bugger knew her. No bugger could recognise her. I'm, I've got a picture here on IMDb. I wouldn't recognise her if I passed her on the street. I just don't understand why some women do that to themselves. You know, Jennifer, men. she was sexist. She was a, uh, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. She was like <laughs> a very, very, she was a very, very beautiful woman. And, yeah, you know, I, this, but you know yeah, I don't know, maybe you think, you're going to be on a bunch of... Uh, but then again, you'd, if you're going to be in Dirty Dancing and you're thinking it's because you're opposite Patrick Swayze... you got to good to fuck the Swayze. <laughs> Do you know the reason why my mum said she never fancied Patrick Swayze when I were a kid? She never fancied Because it. he wouldn't fuck her? Mm, probably, but he, he was also a smoker. <laughs> and she said he's a smoker. He's dirty. But uh, No, so we've got... Um... Smoking fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have his babies, wouldn't you? You're fucking right. <laughs> I'd strangle a dolphin to fuck Swayze. Cor- Cor- Cormac Swayze. I think that's a good name. <laughs> so we've got Joey Cromer, who was in The Flight of Navigator. Pretty bad yeah. life. He was in a couple of films. Uh, and then it's just been um, down on his luck ever since then. We've got Jennifer Grey. That... So she was in Dancing with the Stars and then not a lot else afterwards. That was it. And then she kind of married into money and got the Avengers stuff. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he was killed off in the first Avengers, so he wouldn't have been getting those those checks. He's on Agents of Shield money. He's on thirty grand an episode or whatever it is. He's Here, that's still that's still good. Yeah, that's I'll be honest. Good. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll buy you a few bottles of wine, like. Uh, okay, quiz time. Quiz time, Cormac. I'm going to quiz you. You came to me last time with budgets and how much films took from the 80s and how much they made against their production costs and things like that. So it's made me think I want to come and test you. So we're going to test each other. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you two questions. Well, they've all got multiple answers, but you'll get the gist. Uh, play along at home, see if you know any of these. If you've got any ideas for a few uh, quiz topics, at Pod Movie Chef. Um, obviously, we want to hear from our fans all around the globe. So <laughs> that one guy who's in Australia, hello, <laughs> <I know. laughs> who accidentally listened to the podcast, <laughs> he clicked on Movie Chef. I thought it was the formula. I thought it was the cricket. I thought it was the cricket lad. Sorry, but I was looking for a recipe on how to make shrimp. Um, right. <laughs> What's your, what's your movie? Your movie trivia is pretty good. You you know shit. You know you're, you're pretty good with this. So I'm I'm alright asking you these. Movie companies, movie business, and I, I've told you I've, I've told you beforehand that I'm going to ask you this, but I haven't told you. And I'll t- I'll say at the end where I got these from for the other one. But so I'm going to name a company from a movie, and you have mm-hmm. to tell me which movie that came from. Give it a couple of seconds for people at home if they're having a think, and then uh, see if you can give. So, if I was to say the name of the company, Monsters Inc., that would be from the film Monsters Inc. Well done. Okay, so I'm going to go through these. So, give us a couple of seconds for people at home to, if they're listening, to to try and answer these. The the start fairly easy. I think they get harder, but um, we'll say you are pretty good. You have a, a, a clever little Irish bear. So. There's not many first, of us. First one, Cyberdyne Systems. Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne Systems. Which film series is that company from? 1983, 1992 is sequel. It, Terminator? it is Terminator, yes, yeah, Cyberdyne Systems. Okay. Omni Consumer Products. Omni Consumer Robocop. Yeah, Robocop. Uh, InGen. What? Say that again. OCP. OCP. <laughs> That's what we chant in the streets. InGen. InGen. Yeah. InGen. Huge, huge film series. Um, started around 93. And it's had two sequels plus... Oh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. Uh, quick stop. Quick stop. This is the name of a shop. Black and white film. Oh, clerks. Clerks. Yep. Okay, they're getting a bit harder now. I, I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna keep giving you clues. I hope you don't mind. Bushwood Country Club. The Bushwood Country Club. Bushwood. It has a golf course. Is it Caddyshack? It is Caddyshack, yep. <laughs> McDowell's. Oh, uh, coming to America. Of course it is, yep. The Paper Street Soap Company. Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't even have a chance to finish my drink there. Um, right, they're getting hard now. Lacuna Inc. L-A-C-U-N-A Inc. Lacuna Inc. Jim Carrey film. Lacuna Inc. 
Uh, Eternal Sunshine. It is Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. It was. I was listening. To, I'll be honest with you. It was a fucking toss up. It was either going to be Truman Show or Truman or... Show. Yeah. Um, Macmillan Toys. Macmillan Toys. Macmillan Toys. Eighties film. Right. Set in New York. Uh, it's either going to be two. Well. Uh, big. Yes, it is big. Well, done. it was either, it was either going to be toys or big, and, and when you, as soon as you said eighties and New York, that was it. Universal Exports. Whoa! Multiple films. Got... Universal Exports. Yeah, we're talking sixties onwards. Blah. Universal Exports? I have no idea. That is the cover name for MI6 in the James Bond films originally. They, uh, they had offices oh, with the Science oh, Universal Exports oh. on there. You've got one for me. You cheeky bastard. <laughs> what a company name? i got a company name. Do you want a company name? No, give us what, what, what have you got there? You told me you had one for me. Um, I have six for you. I have six. I have a little little quiz. So about a year ago, when we first started doing this, or thinking about doing this podcast, um, yeah, when we're not too uh, we're not too light on his feet when it comes to following through with ideas. With, uh... <laughs> so we suffered through Hercules in New York. We did. We hadn't even done an episode on that. We just watched it. For the <laughs> I know, and I put myself under so much pressure to fucking watch that stupid shit as well. Like, I'm still got it on DVD. Um, watching that again. I, I I bought the fucking thing on Amazon. It's still there. <laughs> Seven ninety nine. It cost me on fucking Amazon. Oh, I, don't know the I know, but you want to know the worst thing is is I needed to buy the fucking version with Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice in it. So that's why it cost me Seven ninety nine. And then I fucking found out that it was free on YouTube. Don't. I found it. For, I found it for a quid in the charity shop. <laughs> Go Don't. on. So it's still, it's still raw. It's still raw. So the whole point. The whole point. I did this little quiz back then uh, because Arnold was called Arnold Strong uh, in in the credits to yep. uh, Hercules in New York. Um, okay. So it got me thinking as to uh, names of actors and actresses before they changed them uh, when they entered into the realm of Hollywood. So. First one, you should get this. Everybody knows this one. Number one. Michael Caine. Fuck off. <laughs> Is it? Morris Micklefoot. It's Morris Micklefoot. <laughs> I started with the easy one. I started with the easy one. Oh, fuck Everyone you. does Michael Caine. Come on. Right. Morris Micklefoot. Right. Micklefoot, whatever he's called. Michael Caine. Okay. All right. You got one. And if, All right. and if you're in Australia talking about your drugs... Michael Caine. What have you got? Come on. <sighs> okay. Number two. Krishna Pandit Baji. Krishna Pandit Baji. You're going to have to give some clues. He was in my favourite British movie of all time. With Ray Winston. Oh, uh, Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben. Sir Ben Kingsley. Benjamin of the Sir Kingsley. Ben. Yeah. Uh, is Sir it Benjamin. sexy beast? Yeah. 
I, 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 I seen your podcast with, with Dan last week. I listened to it. Yeah. Genuinely don't understand how no one chose Sexy Beast. I, I was close in there, but yeah, Sexy Beast should have been in there, to be honest. But, uh, or, 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 or The Long Good Friday. I'm not saying they're definitive. It's just ones that we ah, really Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mark Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. He's recent. He's a recent one. What, recently born? I don't well, know. I recently born. Fuck. Mark Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. He is in probably one of the biggest franchises uh, of recent times. He is... Let me think. Do you know what? He's in two of the biggest franchises in the last 10 years. Like, and I'm not talking about small. I'm talking about fucking huge franchises. We're talking what? MCU and... One of them is MCU. And the other one, big franchise, last 10 years. You're talking what? No, I'm not talking big. I'm talking fucking colossal franchises. Well, Avatar's not a franchise yet. Um... Not, Not Star Wars either. Not Star Wars either. Think more to do with automotive. Oh, fuck. Um, I just had it there. Give me a in my automobile. Give us a clue. Uh, tell, us the, tell us the franchise with the uh, fuck fast, cars. Fast and, fast and furious. Fast, fast and, furious. and furious. Right. Okay. Max Sinclair. It was in both of those. <sighs> Christ on a bike. What is wrong with me today? Go on. It is Vinny Diesel. Vinny Diesel was Mark Sinclair. Vincent Mark Diesel. Sinclair. Wow. Okay. Well, they made, made a good choice there. Uh, okay. Now, there's a couple here that uh, that are really hard to pronounce. Okay. So I'm going to try this one. Steve. El, El, Eliana Lydia Vasiluna Marinov. Ah, I've heard this one. Ileana, Ileana. Think, think of the last one. Ileana, Lilia, Vasanola, Mirinov, Mirinov. Mira, Mira. I've heard it before. I've heard it recently. She is, she is in my top three, Paul. <laughs> Anne Whittaker. What? What? <laughs> oh, Helen Mirren. Damn right. <laughs> it's That's it. We don't need any more of that. If Helen Mirren's available, <laughs> she's getting calmed. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm, I'm not even joking on that. She's a fantastic woman. Okay. So, next one. Natalie Hirschlang. Natalie Hirschlang. Natalie. Netta, Netta Lee Hirschlang. Hirsch, Hirsch. Nah, Jude, give us a clue, come on. Uh, she was in the Star Wars universe. Not Daisy Ridley. Um, I, can't, I can't remember if she went down on someone or someone went down on her in a movie, in a Darren Aronofsky movie. <laughs> Either or. 
<laughs> Either or it's worth a watch. That is a five star yeah. recommendation. <laughs> Someone went down on her in an. Madonna. Why, why am I trying to wreck my brains of all the fellatio <laughs> scenes in Darren Aronofsky film? I watched Noah the other day, and they were still banging in that. Have you seen Noah? Uh, is that that one with fucking Noah? Ray Winston yeah, and, um, the big arc and uh, Ray Winston and, ba- and Batman. Oh, I'm a fuck you. Oh, I'm here to be your. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, no, I don't know who Natalie Hirschlang is. Hirschlang, Hirschlang, Hirschlang. Natalie Portman. Okay. Uh, somebody went down on her. <laughs> so the, it was either she went down on Mila Kunis in Black Kunis, Swan. Kunis went oh. down on her. All right, okay, there you go. I will, I I'll, saw be it honest, I'll be honest with you, it's the only part of the movie that I've ever watched. Um, I've not really got that much of a recollection of it. I, don't, I, went, I went to see it with a, a, a pain in the ass because she really wanted to see it. Um, and I just knew that <laughs> some of it were going to happen between them, Jared. It's like, well, yeah, not a problem. It's an artistic piece of work. Oh, my God, they're in bed. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going on, on all the bound notice boards there. <laughs> Wasn't as good as bound, everybody. Uh, right, last one. Yep. Isar it, it, Daniel Danielovich. Isar Danielovich. No, he's, he's quite a quite a classical kind of uh, actor. Not classical, I suppose. Not that's a wrong kind of fucking term. Uh, he's a an old actor. Ralph Fiennes. Is it not Ray? What? Ray Fiennes. No, not Ray Fiennes. No. Um... When you take that, it's not Ray because when you take the first name and you spell it R L P H R A L P H, you get Ralph. But anyway, go on. Who, who have you got? It's Kirk Douglas. Give over. God rest his soul. It's our Daniel Noel. It's our Daniel Olovich. It's our Daniel Olovich. So does that mean Catherine Zeta-Jones's real name is? Daniel Olovich? Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Zeta-Jones. Daniel Olovich. Oh, fair enough. I've got another one for you. Dead quick. I, I've got about 10 of them. I'm going to cut them down here. Right. These are... Films, I'm going to give you the title after it has been translated by the country I'm going to give you, and then it's translated <laughs> into English. So foreign foreign films, a lot of the time, there's certain names or uh, there's certain words in the films that don't translate from English into that country of origin, so they make up their own title for that film. <clears throat> These have been translated back into English, and we're going to see if you can get them, okay? So the first okay. one is a Chinese translation. It's um, a British film. Six. Its title in China was Six Naked Pigs. Six Naked Pigs? Yep, a British film, mid-90s. <laughs> Set in oh, full, full Monty. Full Monty. The Full Monty in China was titled Six Naked Pigs. They, um, they took the Hong Kong thing really badly, didn't they? <laughs> they really didn't enjoy us giving it back. Right, here's one for you. It's fairly easy. Well, it's a multiple choice. The title was from Denmark, Die Hard, Mega Hard. <laughs> it's Die, Die Hard. <laughs> Is that your answer? Yeah. No, it was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard 3. <laughs> ah, fuck. Um, so what was Die Hard 2? Die Hard Hard? <laughs> Die, Die Harder. Um... <laughs> 
Chinese again. I'm not going to do all ten. Son of Son of Devil. Schwarzenegger. No, oh, Schwarzenegger. Son, Schwarzenegger. son of Oh, um, is Gabriel Byrne in it? Nope. All right. Well, it's not that one. Uh, <laughs> son of Devil. Predator. Nope. Son of Devil. Son of Dev Terminator? No. Last action Junior. hero? Junior. Junior? Apparently, in China, when a certain... The same actor plays the same role in different films, and for some reason... I, I'm going to double-check this, but I've, I've, I think I was quite drunk when I wrote it down, but no, it's true. Schwarzenegger had played a, a character called Devil. I think it was like from Predator or something where he played the devil or devil someone or other. So the translation for Junior was son of the devil, son of devil. So it was, yeah. Um, it's raining falafel. The title of the Israeli release. Animated feature. Oh. Um, cloudy with a chance. It is cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Uh, I'll give you two more. Japanese translation. I'm drunk and you're a prostitute. <laughs> Pretty woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good answer, though. Two points. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nicholas Cage film. We've mentioned it today. Oh, leave it Las Vegas. <laughs> it is. I'm drunk and you're a prostitute. Two tickets for I'm drunk and you're a prostitute, please. Uh, the last one, the Argentinian. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even giving you any clues here. You get ten seconds. The Argentinian translation of a film. The title translated to Vaseline. 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 Sugars. Sugars. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery nipples. Um... <laughs> Oh, it's Vaseline, Vaseline, Vaseline. Car, do an car. <laughs> Mad Max. <laughs> Where the fuck do you get Vaseline from? Mad uh, Max. You don't, Vaseline. You don't look greasy in Mad Max. Oh, what the fuck? Seventies Vaseline. 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 What's, va- what's uh, Vaseline? It is something you put in your lips to make them nice and lush. And what product? Rocky what Horror. What? Rocky Horror. No. What is it? What is the product? What does? What is it? Petroleum, petrol, petroleum, petroleum jelly. Yeah, uh, and it, it's. Uh, what does it? Uh, what does it do? What can it be used as a function for? Oh, grease! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this. Back. Have you ever? You've seen? Um... Oh, come on. Now, why is my memory going? Um, Boys Who Did South Park, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Um, Orgas- Orgasmo. Uh-huh. Uh, where the woman was on the bed. And it, this, I watched it once, and this that picture fills me with dread, and it haunts my dreams. The old woman giving the cute, innocent moment some sage advice, and she says she still gets work because she's the only one that does DPDA, and when he asks that, what that is, four men come into the room, and she says, "Grease them up, boys." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. 
<laughs> what a nice way to leave it there. I enjoyed that. Then there were some good quizzes. There were good, uh, good quiz questions. I think I, I can't. I, I honestly didn't think you'd get the um, things like McDowell's and the, the more harder ones. You flew through them, and it was uh, Cyberdyne systems that you had a problem with. I think. Uh, uh, I think. I think it was the Cyberdyne was. Uh, uh, everybody thinks Skynet, and it just took me a while for it to click on. But coming to America, probably the easiest one. Easy, easy, easy buns. Easy buns, easy buns. And it's got a sequel coming, which will be in the news next episode. So that's pretty much it from us. We're going to um, we're going to go off and we're going to do an episode for you in the middle of the week. We're just trying some stuff out, see what works. We're going to look at Point Break and we're going to look, yeah. at, the reboot, and we're going to look at the reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Point Break. The first is a masterpiece. Kathleen Bigelow's uh, opus of genius. We've got uh, Swayze. We've got Swayze, we've got Keanu, we got the Gary Red Hot Chili Peppers, Gary, Gary, Ball, Gary Busey, Laurie Petty. Got, uh, Laurie Petty, one of my sexual awakenings of the 90s. And then we had, I hope she doesn't know about it. And then we I have a lot of sexual awakenings, Paul. I have a lot of sexual awakenings. The 90s was a long decade. It was a fucking long decade. So we're going to look at them two. We're going to look at the two uh, back-to-back against each other. We're going to compare them. We're going to look at uh, why the first one was a masterpiece. We're going to look why the second one was a bag of shit and compare the two. Um, and then the following weekend, we're going to have the third episode uh, bringing you um, a movie menu from ourselves. Um, I'm going to give the choice to you, um, Com. Seeing as though I picked, uh, well, our Twitter users picked the first ones. We've either got, um, we're going to do an actor. So you can either have Arnold Schwarzenegger or Nicolas Cage. Who would you pick for, for the movie menu next week? Okay. Um, Arnie. It's got to be Arnie. We've got Nicolas Cage news. we got to go Arnie. Well, we're going to go over to, we go over to Nicolas Cage Corner regardless, but yeah. So next weekend, we're going to serve you a menu of starters, a fish course, a main course, and our desserts of what our top and most favourable Arnold Schwarzenegger films are. We're going to um, pay tribute to the Austrian Oak uh, next week. During the week, we're going to have the Point Break um, versus episode, whatever you want to call it. Um, anything more you want to add, Com? No. No, well, we're going to head off, and if you want, if you've got any thoughts, feedback, um, suggestions for future episodes, at PodMovieChef on Twitter, be sure to follow us, subscribe, like, give us reviews, do whatever the fuck you want to do, but please tell us how. one Australian man, or woman, or child, or whoever, make himself known. Apparently we have an Australian listener, I don't don't know if it's somebody (laughs) who's just, I don't know if it's somebody who's just got a VPN. And has gone through Australia when it's really somebody like one of my mates down the road, or it's somebody who clicked on us, but we're really looking for the MasterChef podcast with John Turrod and whoever the fuck it is. So look, if you like, listen to us. If you like us, drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you. We are absolute sycophants who want to be praised. So please get in touch and let us know who you are. <laughs> Anything more from the Comaniacs, Comac? Uh, nothing, but they love me. I think both of them love me. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Wash your hands. <laughs>